We love living local. We are Scott and Kelly Grace, third generation Central New Yorkers who live, work, and play right here in the heart of New York. The mission of this podcast is to shine a spotlight on the people, places, and events that make our community an amazing place to live. We don't run ads. We don't talk politics. Our only ask is that you help us spread the love that we have for this community by sharing these episodes with your neighbors. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Hey Neighbor. We are super excited this week to have two guests, uh, the owner and also the manager of Valley Cinema in Little Falls. Welcome Devin Durkee and Chris Anderson to the show. What's up, guys? Thank you. Pleasure being here. All right, so we're going we're gonna to go way back. We just discovered that Chris started this thing almost half a century ago. I'm, I'm stretching it out there for you, Chris. Make it sound even longer. But 44 years ago, you dove into the, the movie industry. Uh, take us through that journey. Take us back 44 years ago. So back 44 years ago, they were building a hotel here in Little Falls, the Best Western. And we had theaters in Clinton. And my dad and my uncle ran. I was about 12 years old at the time. I was in 71. We opened the theater in Clinton. Wow. So... Uh, Tony Carlisto and his wife, uh, Roseanne, would come to the theater there, and they loved the theater. And when they were building the hotel here, they asked if we would like to open a theater. And my father said, eh, you know, it's kind of an you know, extra step at this point in his life. But he decided to do it, and he came here. We opened on February 29th. I think it was a leap year, same as this year. Yeah. Uh, 1980. And uh, it's been a, it's been a great ride, really. I mean, I, I didn't expect to, he ran it, my dad, and I'd come down a couple of days a week and would help him uh, out like on a Monday and Friday, see so go have dinner with my mom or something, just to give him some, a break. Cause the theater business, believe it or not, we're open 365 days a year wow. when, you know, the busy times are Thanksgiving, Christmas, all the holidays are big, you know, Valentine's day for movies and different things like that. So we're, we're open 365. And uh, so that makes it a little bit of a challenge. You know, you don't get your, your two days off a week. Well, I do now. But. <laughs> oh, you've earned it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's a lot of highs and lows in this business where it's different than most. You know, you have, I always say, if you have four blockbusters a year, and it's changed. I mean, blockbusters back in these, the 80s were your ETs, your Officer Gentlemen, your Poseidon Adventures. Those movies, they had what we call legs. They would last for four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. Today, movies are in and out within a co- you know yeah. couple of weeks. It's what's here today is gone tomorrow. Like we're getting ready to open up Dune and this one. It, it just they change so quickly. Yeah, it seems to be the, uh, the a common theme for everything, right? Uh, everything's two second attention spans, and, and we move on to the next thing right. in society. So, Chris, you had uh, both of those theaters running in Clinton and Little Falls, is that right, simultaneously, or you switched? No, we did, yes. And then, I don't remember what year, but in the 80s, <clears throat> we closed the theater in, in Clinton and made offices out of it. <clears throat> so that was kind of a that – was, that was a tough time because that, was, that ran for about 15 years. And it was a, it was kind of a warm theater, you know, we, Clinton's being a little smaller community. We had Clinton, New Hartford, and we knew a lot of the people. We were involved with the Kirkland Arts Center at the time and stuff. So we did have a film series that we ran through there. And it just seemed like a, it was, that was a tough to let go. But, it, you know, when the, 
when the marquee came in and it was just, it was just took over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Valley Cinemas and, and why people should come to your movie theater instead of driving to Marquee. What makes your cinema a better experience, do you think? I think that cost is a, a big thing these days. You know, there's not a lot of spendable cash with all the rise of prices of, you know, your foods, your gases and, and everything that's going on in the world. So we've kept the costs as, as close to the vest as we could. And uh, so you can literally come here, as you know. And, and rent the theater out with as many as from two to 156 people for $125. And our concession costs are down. You know, we, we, you know, a bottle of water at the, the, our competitors, like five seventy five for 16.9 yeah. ounce bottle of water. It's $2 here. And I, I kind of feel bad at two, but you know, we have to, we have to stay, we have to, that's where the money's at because you know that the, the film companies take a high percentage of the gross. Yeah. So so a movie like Migration or something new that comes out, you're, you're paying 60, 65, 70% sometimes to the film companies for the film. So you're, you're making 35 cents on the dollar. And obviously I have lease payments here and insurances. And, you know, you're, you're in business. Private sector yeah. business really has to find avenues to make money. And, and our niche has been private shows, you know, with the birthday parties. We do a lot with the school shows. Mm-hmm. We do a lot with community involvement and a big part of it is I went and started this advertising campaign about 25 years ago. And that's been, that's been very helpful. Yeah. You know, I, I, I applaud the people that have stayed with me and, you know, and worked the advertising ends because I know it's not easy to spend advertising money. You don't know if you're, you're getting your bang for the buck, but that's where we've really done well. And I've got to say myself, like I enjoy it when I come to the theater, instead of seeing, all the corporate um, or all the trailers for upcoming movies. Instead, you're highlighting local businesses that, you know, need That's business. And yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy that. Another thing I want, I want you to touch on is the updates you've done in the theater. You have um, the seating is extremely comfortable. And why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So about, uh, I'd say wait, eight years ago, we did a total revamp from the doors you know, in the lobby, right straight down into the theaters, but all, uh, pretty new seating because when when they went went digital digital from or go dark a lot of the places we lost five thousand screens in the United States when they went digital wow. because the little guy couldn't make it so yeah. and some of the big plexes couldn't make it and so there was a an abundance of beautiful seating so I went I went and bought uh, enough seats we used to have two hundred twenty four seats in each theater. And now we have 156 and 152. So obviously there's more leg room, a little bit more room in the theaters. Seats yeah. are bigger. And they've got that semi-recline, you know, yeah. you get a little bit of flex. We'd probably never go to the full, uh, you know, like lay down. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it takes up a lot more room. It's it's really expensive. Yeah. Each seat would be thousands of dollars. It just doesn't make sense for us. That mm. we worked with sound we've we've got the cosmetically we redid the bathrooms the lobby the you know all brand new carpeting and built the stage did a stage yep. in the theater so yeah yeah we yeah. uh we try to make it look clean neat and organized down here yeah cool. you guys do a great job and uh you know i want to circle back around obviously you touched on it but i think it's a, a big play 
especially for our audience, is the the corporate events and the birthday parties. I know, obviously, you're very involved with the schools as well. Um, but if you can just, if we can go a little bit deeper into how people can leverage the theater for those types of events, um, you know, corporate outings or, or birthday parties or different out of the box right. ideas. Yeah. So I reach out to like the, the civic clubs and the, you know, the rotaries and the different, so that they can do some presentations in the theaters, some PowerPoint stuff, which is nice. And even some of the local businesses, like I've had, um, the, uh, Babnik's group come down and, and, and do little things, you know, uh, where they can meet and greet. We could even do it right in the lobby. You don't have to be doing a PowerPoint presentation. You could be doing, you know, a Q and a, or, or, or showing some of your, something that you're doing new or goods. We do a lot with, a lot with the schools. Like we do a lot of field trips, you know, where they might be reading a book and they, they use the book with the movie. And that's, that's been a, that's been really good over the years. And I can even talk about that. I've come there multiple times with, you know, my first grade classes and stuff. And you would not believe how many kids have never had a movie theater experience before. Mm -hmm. That for some of them, because you did, you talked about cost. And a lot of these families can't afford to bring their entire family. And of course, kids are going to want popcorn. And you do a great job of, of supplying each kid with that little snack pack. They get a Capri Sun. And so it really is a great field trip for schools yeah. to consider. Because then okay. as teachers, I know we talk a lot about plot and characters and and there's a lot of teaching that can go around it as well. So I, I can definitely say it, it was a great experience every time I've been there with my classes, for sure. Well, thank, thank, you. thank you. And we don't, what else we do is in the summers, a lot of the kids get sent to the parks and this and that, and, you know, because the parents are working and they have, they have different things they do. But on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock, we, we offer a movie every week throughout the summer at 10 o'clock in the morning for all the parks. And now we've opened it up to the public. And, That's awesome. I haven't changed, and I have not changed the price in probably 10 years. Yeah. It's $5 and it comes with a popcorn and a drink. That's awesome. And the, and, it, and if, and I tell everybody that's one of the leaders or one of the, you know, the people that work with the, with the parks, you know, the, I said, you know, if somebody doesn't have, don't make an issue, just, you know. Yeah. We're not, we're, we're be, not care, be careful, we're, Chris. Be careful. We're, <laughs> we're blasting this publicly. That's very, very kind of you. Very giving. You know, I struggle with this personally as someone who who wants to help and support the community. But you're also in business, right? So let's yeah. not lose sight yeah. of that. And and you hit on it already. But movies are really a the movie itself is almost like a loss leader for you, meaning it's almost like chicken wings to a pizzeria where they don't make any money on the chicken wings. You know, they just hope you buy other stuff, <laughs> you know, right, so right, you're yeah. really not making money on the movie. You're just hoping that, that they buy other stuff and you're and, very, and you can make, you can make money on the movie if you can keep it long enough but the, because they do reduce these, the percentages as, as it goes longer and longer and longer. So that's okay. where it was great in the old days. You could, you could have a movie say 70% for the first two weeks and then go to 60, 50, 35, and it would play out at 35, you're, get, you're getting 65 if you could run it six, seven, eight, nine weeks. But like you said, we're in a different phase now. Where yeah. yeah. Are- Real quick with the, uh, speaking of movies, you get to keep them for a, how long? So if a, a school wants to show a, a movie that goes with a book, but that movie hasn't been out in six months, like, is that something you, you can still show? 
Yeah, we can we can uh, order a key from our booking agent, and he'll send us a key. We download the key, and we usually keep the you know, the movie comes on a hard drive, and Devin will download the hard drive to the projector, and we leave them in there for if it looks like something that we're gonna you know use down the road, and uh, so he'll leave it in in the projector and then download the key for a, a single play date or a couple okay. play dates. Yeah, so so if the audience, if you are considering birthday party, corporate event, just know that it doesn't have to be the movie that you're showing in the theater. Yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. align no, with what's currently out. We can get you any movie. Yeah, any movie. Oh. You know, that's what Devin will always say. He'll say, "What's your favorite movie?" You know, to one of the kids or the families, and they'll they'll, they'll pull something out of the archives. So let's talk about the movies that you do decide to 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 play because you have two theaters. A lot of them, I'm sure, during the matinees are kids based. But then again, you've got to offer something for the adults. How do you decide what you're gonna what you're gonna show? Well, everybody asks me that question, and I answer it the same every time. Scott just just hit on it. It's a business. It's not what Chris wants to watch or what Devin wants to watch. Because if it was what Chris wanted to watch, it would be more top, drama or a Top Gun. You know, it'd be more of a drama. <laughs> for, I like you know I like dramas, and Devin likes you know he likes his uh, action, Marvel, Marvel stuff like that. I mean, I can do without the Marvels, but that's that's your that's where you make the money. That is a huge audience right there, is Marvel yeah. for sure. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want. Yeah, see, right. yeah. I uh, I collaborate with my booker down in. Uh, he's originally from New York. He's now living in Florida, and he books the films through the distributors, and uh, we work together. There's 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 ratings and stuff. He's he's got tracking on some of these in different percentages of numbers of what they're going to do. So we go by that a lot. But you also got to remember, sometimes it's not our demographic. It might be something that's tracking really well. It just doesn't fit fit us. You know, it might fit the bigger cities, you know, the New York's or California's. Like a perfect example would be uh, we were offered what Killers of the Flower Moon when it came out. And that was projected to do incredible business worldwide. But for us specifically, I think it was like a three hour long movie or something like that, where it's like, how do you fit a three hour movie, you know? with a crowd down here with only two screens. Yeah. We have to sometimes miss a movie that I, that I think would do okay because we have blockbusters that are doing great. Yeah. You know, you got movies like Mario or Barbie or something that's, you know, doing well, I can't pull in a Oppenheimer. that's going to take up three hours. Right. <laughs> Even though I want to, mm-hmm. because right. I have an audience that, that, you know, helps me but it's more of an adult audience, you know, on that note, do you ever get traction from, let's say, you know, if, if Marquee is done running Oppenheimer, like, is that a good time for you to pick it up because now they can't get it anywhere else? We have done that in the past with, okay. where they hadn't played something or didn't, didn't run it. And, and they were, our audience was looking for it and we had space available. So then we would put it in and we've yeah. done fairly well with it. You know, obviously the the industry is changing. Um, COVID has changed so much, but beyond that, the the streaming services. Um, you know, the other night we were looking for something to Bob watch. Bob Marley. We were gonna. We and, were in Florida, and we considered you know streaming the Bob Marley, which is, which is. And I'm not up on the game, but I was like, isn't it still in theaters? And it, yeah, it was yeah. So it's 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 twenty five dollars to watch it at home. So I guess, you know, how has that impacted you? And and I know you kind of hit on some of it already, but but what adjustments have you had to make knowing that the families can 
can watch from home now, which is wild. Yeah, well, the, the whole the COVID thing really accentuated the staying in and watching the movies at home, and then the the industry changing gears. Never streamed like they're streaming now. I mean, right. they, we went from back in the day having uh, you know eight tracks or DVDs, you know, and whatever, and now you have all these services that put the movies on faster as fast as I can get them. Yeah, and right. uh, so you're we're splitting. You know, we're splitting the screens with them. Basically, you got screens at home to watch it on, and we're doing it down here. And it's a little more cost costly to us. Obviously, we you know we have insurances and payments, and you know a lot of people. We've had people say, "Well, I'm not going to give them twenty five dollars when I can go get the real experience and come down there on a matinee with three people, and it costs you twenty one. And even with the you know your concessions, you're at say a forty dollar bill. I mean, yeah. they get to see it on the big screen, and it's it's a different presentation, and it's a and the smell, of, the smell of fresh popcorn when you walk in a movie theater is just, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't get that at home. You can't get the popcorn at home. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, everyone's, not everyone, but a lot of people are looking for an affordable way to get out of the house. Exactly. Um, you know, one thing COVID taught us is we like each other, but not that much. Yeah. <laughs> you can only stare at four walls for so long or be in your home that you feel like you need to get out and do something. So... And that's the beauty of the movie theater, too, is that you go in with, you know, probably like a a random family or random people in general that might share the same opinion as you with a movie that you probably wanted to watch for a while. And then you can go outside and talk about it, you know, to a complete random stranger that might have the same interest as you. Yeah, Yeah, no, there's definitely the community feel. There's the nostalgia. There's the experience. And, you know, frankly, I I applaud what you guys are doing and the work you're putting in 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 a very difficult environment, frankly, because communities need things like libraries and theaters and parks and, you know, things that we kind of take for granted. But when they're gone, we're like, oh, shoot, you know, it, that's not good. Yeah. To Devin's point, you know, it, it's a it's a place to, to meet con- people. Yeah, to yeah. convene and see people and, you know. And, so. and we found that out with COVID. It's like I was racking my brain at one point. So I was probably the first person, one of the first in the state to, to talk with the, some of our city leaders here and built the drive-in. Mm-hmm. We built it from scratch uh, and we ran a whole summer's worth of movies. At the Vets Field. I don't know if you did you get to I go remember there? that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it, was, it was really fun. I mean, we had the kids throwing the balls in the parking lots and we had the Blues Brothers down there for different events. And it was it was kind of like a just a give back. I mean, I wanted people to to see movies, to enjoy them. Ten dollars a car with popcorn. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so well, it was fun. And that's what's cool about what you guys do. And you mentioned the Diamond Dogs. Travis is an out-of-the-box thinker. You got to think out of the box, right? And and be unique oh, and yeah. memorable. So uh, it's a good work there. Uh, just a few minutes left. But any upcoming promotions or events or anything you want to plug? Well, we're finally on the ringer for some really great movies coming out. I'm so happy with that. I'll be completely honest. Last few months... Not really dry spells, but more of like not really good movies with substance have been coming out last few months that people want to see. But we finally got uh, Dune Part 2 coming March or February 29th this Thursday. And then we got Kung Fu Panda 4 on March 7th. March 21st is going to be Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. The 28th is Godzilla X Kong, The New Empire. And you got, I think there's a few couple in May 
Garfield and what was the other one? You'd think I'd have a list right in front of me, but honestly, well, we, I'm doing it right <laughs> off my head. But, uh, but we do have, uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Quiet Place 3, oh, yeah. which is, it starts from day one, um, Quiet Place 3. So it's, so that one. That looks really, I mean, the trailer looked really good. Yeah, Quiet Place I mean, that, Day 1. And that, that will do some business for us because of the, the, the making of the film here. Yeah. Yeah, and, right uh, in Little Falls. A lot of the movies you did mention, and I just know for, Scott's mother, she would always enjoy taking the kids to the movie theater. It's something that you can do adults and children together and both enjoy. And it really is definitely yeah, that's a solid point too. You know, for grandparents, it is the, hard the, the for kid, certain grandparents. kids nowadays. We, you know, we have three kids and they're so digitally distracted. But then beyond that, they're also um busy with school stuff and sports and always on the go. And so the, the quality time with grandparents yeah. we found is, has always been a struggle. And to Kelly's point, my, my mother, that's something she's always enjoyed doing with the kids. So if you're a grandparent and looking for a way to spend a couple hours with, with the grandchild, yeah. the grandchildren, uh, the movies is a great idea. The, the Valley cinema, not just yes. the movies, the Valley cinema. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, we always end these with rapid fire questions that are designed to be fun or funny with both of you guys being on. Well, I'll let you decide who's going to take which. But uh, <laughs> the first one is this has been like difficult for me forever. People say, like, what's your favorite movie? I, I don't think it's like having multiple kids. You can't pick a favorite. What, what do you guys think? Can you have a favorite movie? Of course. Mine's Short Circuit. Boom. He's oh, okay. right on it. Yeah. All right. There you go. Chris, you got one? I do, only because my daughter and I, it's one of our favorites that we watch all the, all the time together. It's Remember the Titans. Okay. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Short Circuit's Johnny Five, right? Yeah, first. Yeah, and then, so, uh, here's some useless information. When I worked in Alexandria, Virginia, my office was about a mile from T.C. Williams High School, uh, where Remember the Titans was filmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We I didn't anticipate... Yeah, if you could meet any actor or actress, dead or alive, who would you pick to meet? I have met many. I sat and drank with uh, Jack Nicholson for 45 minutes. I met him in Albany when he was filming Iron Week. A friend of mine had a bar. It was called Yates Street Grill. And we, three of my buddies and I, we went out down there and sat, waited for him to come in. And he came in the door and I yelled over, Mr. Nicholson, Mr. Nicholson, you have a drink with us? And he goes, yeah, under one condition. You call me Jack. Oh, that's great. He, came over, he came over and sat with us, and he and we were just chewing the fat. It was really fun. We didn't ask him any dumb questions. He, he was just down to earth guy. And uh, I did, what year was that, Chris? Eighty six, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. And I wow. th- and I I did say one thing to him. I said, "Hey, what's it? Ask you one dumb question. What, what's it like sitting on the court with Diane Cannon?" And he goes, oh, "Pretty nice, my boy." I don't watch. I don't, I'm not. I'm not there for the basketball. Yeah, he was cool. And then Meryl Street come out of the back room and says, "You're wanted back here." He goes, "Yeah, you can't have any fun." But oh, I've, I've met a few one premieres and everything. But Jack Nicholson, he was he was a character. That's yeah, awesome. I've, I've actually got three. Unfortunately, I got uh, Robin Williams yep. passed way too soon. I mean, that guy was just amazing. And then you got uh, Jim Varney. Ernest movies were my childhood, uh, which I absolutely love to this day still. And then uh, Jason David Frank, you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was my thing back in the day. And, uh, <laughs> gotta pick their brains a little. 
And I did it. meet I did I did meet Robin Williams at a black tie affair in New York for his Patch Adams opening, and that was mm. I wasn't a big That's Robin Williams fan because of the Mork and Mindy thing back in the day. It's kind of quirky to me. But I'll tell you, he was he's one he was one brilliant guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. beyond brilliant, he no was, doubt. He, he would be on my list too. He's, I, in my opinion, he's one of the five best to ever do it. Yep. Uh, acting, Absolutely. but uh, let's talk about uh, any strange food requests. We talked about concessions, so any strange food requests or popcorn flavors? That's a good one. Um, I mean, we've or heard you're doing anything different with with concessions. Actually, we just ordered some. We just ordered from our supplier, and we're we're trying to change it up a little bit. I have a a company out in Las Vegas. This girl that I know that sends me different things. I pay for them, obviously, but she sends me different weird things. And uh, so Devin was seeing some of the stuff that was coming in and we we're thinking about doing, you know, Doritos and chips and, you know, different bag, bag foods like that, which is not really, you know, jalap- and maybe some jerkies and just different from the candy train. We've tried over the years, hot dogs and pizza, but yeah, there you, you go. Know, you, you kind of, or yeah, you don't want to deal with that it's really though of, in the theater. You, 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 you don't sell them, then you 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 know you're they're there. You're eating them yourself, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one. We're the Love Living Local three one five podcast. What's uh, the the one reason that each of you love living local? The community, hundred percent. I was just about to say the community. I've, I've never figured I'd be here forty some odd years and have met so many really good people. I mean, I got a lot of friends here, a lot of acquaintances, a lot of people that you know. Uh, it's funny because my daughter used to say when I go in these stores, she goes, Dad, put your head down. Because everybody comes up to you and goes, Hey, there's the movie guy. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, now? yep. <laughs> you know, we got to pay attention when we get out of the store here. I get people that stop me all the time. They're like, Hey, what's coming out? And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, celebrity it. status in, in Little Falls, you know, take what you can get. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> well how do people connect with you what's the the best way social or online or, yeah, or... instagram yeah right? oh yeah god help me um so we do have an instagram it's under valley cinemas we also have facebook valley cinema as well we have a website valleycinemastwin.com uh you can always call us as well more than welcome i put my number at the end of the line it's 315-316-6460 and, uh, and that's on our tape recorder here yeah. at the theater. And that's for if you guys want a book or if you guys are interested in any movies coming out, give me a call. Give me a text. I know people are a lot into texting. And, text and we ahead. tell everyone, this theater is for everybody. We want you to come. We want you to call. We want you to do your events here. You know, we we have open arms and we're happy to see it. And we tell everybody, thank you so much for doing it. They always say, thank you for having us. And we're, yeah. you know, we're the ones that are thankful. We really are. Very accessible there uh, as well. So if you have any like special requests you need any help with anything specific do not be afraid to ask i like the weird questions <laughs> well, well thank you so much guys yeah you guys are great chris anderson devin durkey valley cinema and little falls 20 albany street and little falls we will in the show notes link up all of the uh, ways to connect with them on social the website the phone number you guys are doing an awesome job keep up the great work appreciate you thanks, thanks guys thank you. pleasure being here thank you guys bye, kelly bye scott Thank you for tuning in to another Love Living Local episode. Before you head out to support all things Central New York, we just have one ask of you. Please help us share the love we have for our community by sharing this podcast with a neighbor of yours. We truly appreciate you. In fact, you are one of the many reasons we love living local.